Who else got the luxury to drop when he watch? Who else got the luxury to drop when he wants? Cause nobody else can fuck with me. What a show off. Push. I'm your pusher. Welcome to another episode, Old Kids Podcast. It's the top 10 albums time. Top 10 albums of 2022. A lot of good music. A lot of good music. And I don't want y'all to get mad at my top 10. Because this is my top 10. Remember that. But I am interested in y'all type top 10. So let me know y'all top 10s in the comments before we even get into it. But yeah, we're going to start at 10. The album I have on number 10, Laughing So Hard It Hurts, Mavi. The reason I put this one in the top 10 is because like this whole album to me is just like a... How do I, it's like a sit back type of album. You can you can play it in the background. I feel like on a rainy day, um, a little therapeutic type of album that I I just feel like I don't know. I just feel like so chill with it. A really common album, an album to study with. Honestly, like I found myself listening to this album while I was studying, like doing my homework and stuff. So yeah, this was a album that I definitely had to include in this list. So yeah, Mavi's laughing so hard it hurts is at number ten. My favorite song on that album is My Good Ghost. That one's amazing. I'm going to tell you all my favorite songs on every album. At number nine, we have Few Good Things, Saba, which I actually got to see live, which was also a blessing. Got to see it live. It was dope as fuck. Front row, everything, barricade. Met some cool people there. Uh, Yeah, that album to me is just like, it's also related to like kind of to Mavi's. I feel like I can listen to this album to just kind of lay back in my room on a cloudy day, walking around like a park or something. Uh, which I actually did come around to listen to most of these albums like that. And yeah, it's just something that I like. A lot of these tracks on, on this album at least is like so... Very like jazzy type of rap. If I Yeah, I think that's the way I would explain it. Like jazzy, not overdoing it, which is like... Not a bad thing to overdo it, but I mean like kind of just not like... Rapidy rap rap or like crazy instrumentals with a bunch of synth. But more just kind of like a laid back type of... um instrumentals and productions on both of these albums so i had to put few good things at number nine favorite track on few good things i think is gonna have to be it is soldier yeah i found myself playing soldier a whole lot soldier is my favorite featuring pivot gang at number eight we have steven lacy steve steve oh i'm sorry gemini writes a dope ass album an album I found myself listening to a lot didn't get to see it live because he rescheduled our show but we will be eventually seeing that live um, yeah, just notes on their hit an album that was just uh very infused with like great production, obviously Steve with the guitar and all that good stuff um a lot of tracks on there I enjoyed obviously bad habit, which I think is still song of the year. You can say whatever you want overplayed radio took over TikTok took over blah blah blah, but that's a that's a fucking amazing song I put still put that as song of the year because. Obviously, if it's a it's a good song and it got you know that much traction because it's a good song, like who cares if it was overplayed? It's a good fucking song. But my favorite song on there isn't Bad Habit. It's Sunshine. That's my favorite song on that album. Found myself playing that a whole lot. Fouché on there. What I really liked about the, that track actually, which I wanted to tell y'all, is that like I don't know, just both of their voices are so soft on that track, and with that guitar and stuff and that kind of like. Those drums or whatever, it's just kind of like, you know what I mean? It's like, I love that track. So yeah, Gemini right to that number eight. Number seven, we have Red Veil, Learn to Swim. 
I kind of wanted to rank this one higher, but there is a, a couple albums that I did put over this one. But I did find myself listening to this Red Veil album a whole fucking lot. New Info, amazing already. First track on there. Mars was my favorite track on that album. Um, Home, which was the track that had that Isaiah Rashad from The Garden um, sample. Uh, what else? What else? What other track was on there that I really enjoyed? Um, which one? PG pa- PG Baby, which is also one of the best tracks this year. I feel like, um, with Denzel Curry, the remix too. Uh, yeah, a, a lot of great tracks on here. I just feel like Red Veil has Red Veil is just on a roll. Like this production on this album was amazing. The samples he chose to use. I still never could find the sample on New Info. I believe. Yeah, New Info. So if y'all know that sample, please let me know in the comments. I beg you, please. But yeah, we're going to have Red Veil, Learn to Swim at number seven. Number six, I had to put Pusha T on here. I had to put It's Almost Dry, Pusha T on here. Reason why is because like, especially lately, I keep finding myself going back to that album. I keep finding myself going to It's Almost Dry. Amazing album to play in the gym. Amazing album to just kind of like, I don't know. Every time I listen to it though, I get that little like, aggressiveness in a good way tracks on there from just so you remember where he's like so like i just love how raw his energy is on this album production obviously pharrell and kanye i mean what what could go wrong on production amazing production on here dreaming of the past one of my favorite songs this year as well um my favorite track on the album actually is it was dreaming of the past but i want to say now it might be neck and wrist because like Something about neck and wrist, that Jay-Z feature, that Pharrell hook type of thing going on, that production, something about that track just screams my name. But there's also another dope track that I really enjoyed. Found myself playing a lot. It's open air. Amazing. Uh yeah, so we're gonna have Pusha T, it's almost dry on number six. Number five, Joey Badass 2000. Reason I put 2000 on here, we actually got to see it live, which was dope as fuck. And I like Every track on 2000, like every, I, it's not one skip except for like two songs that I like. Don't play, obviously the Welcome Back track. A lot of people didn't like that Welcome Back track, but maybe it just wasn't for us. That's what Joey explained it as. I didn't like that track either, but there's like, other than that, like I could play the album from top to bottom and like feel some type of way on every track. Show me uh, the fact that he brought out Men I Trust to the um, Jimmy Fallon performance too. That was tight too. And I want to say my favorite track on there, it came to be brand new 9-11 with West Side Gun. I can't stop playing that track. That track, still to this day, I still can't stop playing that track. That track is just amazing. The gun ad-libs, the production on there, Joey just effortlessly just rapping on that. It's just number four, I got to put Jid, the forever story. I know I know a lot of people are going to say, bro, that's too low. That's way too low, like on number four. Yes, I got to put Jid in the Forever Story. Although Jid, the Forever Story has like... Yeah, it's a, it's a dope-ass album. Number four ain't even that bad, actually. That's a dope-ass album. Forever Story is a dope-ass album. Literally, Brudenham, Sistanum, Dance Now. The singles leading up to that, we already knew it was going to be a great album. A lot of tracks on there I enjoyed. Almost more than half the album I enjoyed. There's not one track I really like skip like that. Maybe one, but that's it. Um, Cody Blue 31, my favorite track on that album. I just feel like this, this might actually, that album I think is Jid's best album. I want to say, yeah, I really like the Never Story, but I think this is his best album. And then the fact that they add 2007 on the bonus, 
They ended up getting it on there. That's dope as fuck to me, too. Yeah, I'm going to have that one at number four, though. Number three is Smino, Love for Ramp. This came out a little later in the year, but that shit, I don't know, bro. Something about that Smino, something about just like his, the flows he gets into in, in this album. Just how different every track is, like No L's, which is my favorite track on the album. The way he kind of like, just like that party track. Matinee also, like another party track. We got like Blue For you sorry, which is kind of like a slow track that you can kind of just, I don't know, just levitate to. Lee and Lovey, which is my second favorite track on the album. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. More than a minute, found myself liking that track. And I didn't like that track at the beginning. Like when it first came out, I didn't like that track like that. And I found myself liking it a lot more. Uh, yeah, I just, something about that Smino album. I That's like a, I don't know, but... Me, personally, I just can't stop playing that album. It's just like... Shout out Smino, bro. That shit's so tight, bro. Number two. Kendrick. I put Mr. Around the Big Steppers at number two. Um, I just finished telling my homie this, but like... I feel like that album is just like a whole... I don't know. It's like a whole... Alright, this might be deep, but it's like a whole like life thing in that whole album. Like that album is like a life perspective and like especially it's like an art project i don't know you know every project is like art i guess you could say you know you can make that argument but i feel like this project was just like art like production on there was a lot different I haven't heard much production like that especially coming from kendrick um freaking even the videos for this album the whole rollout the the live we actually i actually got to see this live too the live performance for this album everything was just like an art it was crazy. It just, it was inspiring. That's what I want to say. That's why I got to put it on like the top at least two. It was like, it was inspiring. This whole album. Favorite track on that album is going to have to be, which which is, I think I'm going to have to go with Count Me Out. That's right. Yeah, Count Me Out is my favorite track on there. By the way, the video, real shit. No cap, bro. No bullshit. No bullshit. No bullshit. I cried to count me out. Like the video. I cried to it. You think I'm lying? You'll never know because you weren't there. Now, number one. Drum roll, please. Hopefully, I can get the drum sound effect, but yeah. Number one. Denzel. Zeltron. Denzel Curry. Mel My Eye, See Your Future. This came out the beginning of the year. Before Kendrick's. Uh, I think after Saba's. This album is just phenomenal to me. Um, every track on here, how mature the bars are. I like the whole concept of the album. Mel My Eyes, See Your Future, which is like, Mel My Eyes is kind of like being aware. Yeah, Walking was one of my favorite tracks on this album. Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Just this album, like, I kept saying it throughout the whole year. This is my top one. I kept listening to it. I kept going back to it, and I was like, it's just like something about this whole, something about this album just like made... Made me like love it. Like I fell in love with this album specifically. And I know you know, you can you can switch it up however you want. But me personally, I gotta put Zell's on top one easily, bro. Like it's just like I don't even know how to explain it. But I love how mature it was. How like the concept of the album. I love how Denzel Curry got into kind of a melodic. He's always good at melodies. Obviously, Imperial he has a lot of great melodies. But I just love how. I just love the way he approached this album. I love all everything about this album. 
everything about this album. I got to see this one live too, and that was actually my top favorite concert I went to this year. I gotta say, maybe because I did go to Tyler, but yeah, Tyler's was uh, okay. Yeah, but that's a whole different story. Yeah, Zell's is my top one. Favorite track on that album is probably uh the last, the last are walking. Yeah, the last are walking. I need to be a last day. That shit hard. Uh, yeah, those are my top ten favorite track, favorite albums of the year, twenty twenty two. A lot of great projects though. Uh, obviously I didn't include like all of them. We had Tori Moy uh drop the project. We had Action Bronson, Benny the Butcher, a great album as well. Conway the Machine, a really dope album as well. We got Ramona Park broke my heart, which I kind of was gonna put on the list, but there's just. These albums I probably put over it, but I do listen to Ramona Park, bro. My heart's still a whole lot. The blues, bro. The blues. Amazing. Um, yeah, there's a whole lot of albums. Even SZA's album I wanted to get on here because I feel like SZA dropped an amazing project. Uh, Absol dropped a great project. A lot of great albums on here. Or a lot of great albums that dropped this year. But these are just my top 10. Uh, for me personally, obviously everyone has different experiences with these albums. Everyone has a reason why they put their top one as their top one. Um, so this is mine, you know? Yeah, let me know your guys' top 10 projects. I said that at the beginning. Let me know your favorite tracks on those projects. Let me know your favorite tracks this year. And I think for this year, though, we're only going to do albums. Next year, I might do like a top 25 songs and top 10 albums and top 10 concerts and stuff. But this year, is just going to keep it at the albums. So, yeah, I'm going to leave it off at that. Thank you guys so much for watching. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace.